This is Northwest Arkansas Investing Podcast, episode 16. Thank you guys for tuning in with us. We're coming to you on a rainy Saturday for this. Mm. Sorry we missed last week, but we're pumping out stuff again. We got some great, some great, great, uh, oh shoot, uh, guests coming on. Uh, My brother-in-law from Austria, who's a professional poker player, will be joining us next week. He's an investor, professional poker player, former professional soccer player. He's got a lot of Man, he's he's super smart. I didn't so, know the soccer part. That's sick. yeah. He he was he was a professional soccer player as well. He was kind of like in the AAA yeah. of what professional soccer is, so like right below the the top. Um, and he is uh, he's a very smart individual. You want to make sure and tune in for that. So be listening. We're going to start off with Isaac sharing some market data for yeah. us. Uh, so Northwest Arkansas listeners, if you want to know what's happening in the market, listen up. So it's a little bit more macro. Um, I My job when I first got out of college was wealth management. So I like to stay kind of in tune with not only real estate, but like the stock market economy type stuff. Um, shout out to QQQ. Mm, Nas- popping, Nasdaq popping, baby. Thanks for that uh, tip. But... Um, it is um that's just kind of my my calling is um you know i can't say financial advice because i haven't passed my test yet but (laughs) advice uh funny story about my test i'll tell you tell y'all later Mm. um but i think everybody's hope was that um obviously inflation is going up and the fed is counteract trying to counteract inflation by raising interest rates to what they are today um and Everybody kind of assumed that by summertime, we'd see a little bit of a decline um, in inflation. And so they could kind of slow down the rate hikes. Um, But at the end of May, the job report came out um, and there were 339,000 new jobs posted in May. Um, And that sounds like great news if you're not an economist, but if businesses are still hiring people that means they're still making money and if they're still making money with all the inflation that means inflation is not slowing down um so as much as you know what's what's fed chair what's his name Powell, jerome Powell, jerome Powell. yeah papa Powell. um as much as he's promised not to raise them anymore uh, it's Hmm. it's looking bleak out there so um Hmm. don't just don't bet on on anything drastic happening at this next thing. Um, I think they meet again here in like a week um, to go over CPI data. So I'd be really interested to see what happens there. Um, And we'll see what what happens in the markets. Looks like the primes at 8.25% today. Gosh. So what what can you expect from a mortgage rate perspective? What have you been seeing? uh, I've been seeing a mortgage rate. So your your best rate that I'm seeing right now from talking with my lender buddies are it's going to be around for the first time home buyer loan is going to be your best bet on getting the lowest rate possible or of course your conventional 15 year um but of course that cuts your amortization in half which increases your payment a lot so yep. i would say the best time the best rate you're going to get right now is a first time home buyer i've also had a few clients put a lot of money towards buying the rate down like mm-hmm. i just had a guy put about six thousand dollars towards buying his rate down nice. and like brought it from a 7.5 to a 6.7 or something like that. Well, just, he, he just, you know, we're making numbers work. He's yeah. cash, he- he's cash heavy. And he goes, mm-hmm. you know, basically the rule of thumb that you want to look at there is let's say I invest, 
I put $5,000, and this is uh, a tip for my broker, Kyle Atkins. If you put $5,000 towards buying your rate down, what does that save you on your monthly payment? So let's say that saves you $100 in a month by spending $5,000. And you're, so you go $100 times 12 months, that's 1200 bucks a year that's going to save you. If after five years, so you times that by five years, if after five years that number is greater than what you invested, it's probably a smart investment. Mm-hmm. So if you do twelve hundred times five, that's six thousand. Mm-hmm. So if you put five thousand in to buy a rate down, you're going to save six thousand over five years. Probably smart. So you're kind of riding the edge there. Yeah. Uh, but Kyle was like, kind of use a five year scale there because yeah. chances are you're going to refinance or move out or maybe sell it or something uh, by in five years anyways. So you don't want to spend like ten thousand dollars to get one hundred and twenty five bucks off your your price per month so that's something to be thinking about when talking to your lender that's good so that's uh i mean i would say conventional 30 year five percent down probably going to be in the mid sevens Hmm. right now hurts i had a guy i had a lender in tulsa that i met on twitter um and he said he's at their place is at like 7.2 yeah is kind of where they're floating around and we didn't even discuss how much money down, so I don't know where in relation to amount down that is. Yeah. It's at seven point two. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna it's gonna vary a lot based on are you talking to a traditional government backed lender who can only do government backed thirty year loans, or are you talking to somebody who is a um, commercial guy who they can be a little bit creative, they can go off relationships, they can go, Oh, we can give you a seven year balloon instead of a five year things of that nature so make sure you know try and get those relationships try and get those clutch mm-hmm. try and get those relationships I'm, I'm i'm i met a guy recently with grand savings bank grand savings bank's been treating me really good uh lately shout out to uh, a loan officer here named lucas pointer mm-hmm. he's up at grand savings bank he's uh got some stuff coming down the pipeline that i'm i got working up and scheming and mm. he's he's been a great contact to have so you want to make Dumb. sure and your commercial a lot of people i think we've discussed this in here before just talk about your your uh government backed 30 year lender relationships and blah 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 you know when times get tough you need those you need those relationships with those commercial guys yeah. and that's your that's your more important relationship there so big time uh, yeah, I think I think it's going to be interesting what we see in the market coming down the pipeline, especially as we approach thir- quarter three and quarter four this year. But I'm just kind of I'm advising my clients to go, hey, let's if you can relax and just wait till the end of the year, let's do that. I have clients that come to me and they go, I don't want to relax. I'm just going to keep investing because I know if I keep investing over a 20 year period, then it will all even out. Yep. And yep. so True. Uh, even after my advice, so they're like, find me something that breaks even, maybe a little cash flow. And I'm like, I got a spot and I got not yeah. no, no some off market properties that it's working right now for that. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you can I mean the the ability to refinance down the road if you have uh if you have enough capital and it makes sense and you're not underwater um then yeah i would say i would say it's a good time and and it's you know you don't have the competition in the market when when rates go back down which inevitably they likely will i don't know when that'll be yeah um the competition is going to heat right back up and you're going to be paying over asking price majority of the time and so could be a good time to go in and negotiate rate buy downs or closing costs or 
Um, getting a lot of closing costs as of lately. Yeah. I don't, I'll, I'll preface this and say, I don't necessarily love the idea of advice of me, like advising somebody, well, just refinance later. Like, I don't love that idea. I really Mm -hmm. don't like, I'd, I'd rather find a deal that works. But if I got a client coming to me and going, I got $150,000 and I don't want it in my bank account and let's buy some properties. Um, I believe in the appreciation of the area. And I'm like, well, I mean, can you wait till quarter three? And they're like, no, I'm like, okay, well then let's figure something out. So if if you're, if you're an agent and you're in that type of scenario, okay. But if not, don't just be trying to put a check in your pocket, advise your clients correctly. Yeah. Yep. Um, some of the, I follow a bunch of real estate investors on Twitter and, a couple of them recently have kind of put out that they haven't bought anything in six months. And, um, I mean, if, if the big dogs aren't buying, like deals are dry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's weird times and it's, I mean, investing is a game of patience. I think my favorite way to describe it, I heard it at a training seminar is like, it's really simple, but it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, yeah, it, it, if it makes money, it's a good investment. If it doesn't, it doesn't, it sounds great, but then you got to find them and you got to finance it and there, there's all the stuff. So it, mm-hmm. on paper, it's really simple. It's not easy to do. Um, so don't, don't overextend yourself just because you feel like you, you have to, yep. um, I mean, my, my personal one, I think all of us, like we're, if it doesn't cash flow day one, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're just, I'm just sitting back. Yeah, but yep. I think I, that that's a good topic. Uh, what, Brandon, what's your personal like? I'll I'll say my 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 personal thing I look at when I'm looking at a deal for like make or break is I want it to at least cash flow two hundred bucks a month on a long term rental. I'm not going to project something as a short term rental. Uh, that that's at least my, right now. I need it to at least do two hundred bucks on a long term rental. Um, and I would maybe look at it if it breaks even, just because of the appreciate the the growth of the rents in the area. Like I could be like, okay, if it's breaking even, and t- I'm going to hold on to this for ten years. But do you have like a thing you look at when when you're yeah I'd, deals? I'd probably be similar to to that with a threshold of two to three hundred dollars i think mostly for me though i'm i look for value add opportunities um and so you know a lot of my time has been invested in commercial value add opportunities and um and and kind of analyzing that piece of it but um you know for us like maddie and i we're we're looking for you know we we know we can rent our house out for in and, and make some really good cash flow with a long term rental mm-hmm. um but also like considering short term or mid term rentals for it so for us right now you know it, we're not necessarily looking for the next deal that is cash flowing we're looking for something in a good area that we can add value to and rent in a year from now because the sooner the sooner you get out of that spot the sooner you got cash flow the sooner you hit the the one year reset clock for your next property yeah so you can buy another property exactly that's kind of our tor tori and i are right now we're of course if you're been listening to this we're living in my parents basement not because we have to because we want to we want to save money and we're saving money for our next property but we're like well should we move into something so that we can hit the reset clock on our one year you know every year we can buy a single family family and we're kind of just like at this point like well nothing makes i mean our mortgage on a two hundred fifty thousand dollar home is going to be like two thousand two thousand dollars a month why would we do that so i think uh all this leads us into do do, do you have anything else on the market no just 
No, Isaac. Just it, rates aren't going down. Rates aren't going down. <laughs> I'll say it right now. Yeah, so, sorry guys. We'll butter right I, I think I I was one of the biggest believers that they were going to go down. You know, I, I thought I thought Jerome was a man of his word. Yeah, yeah I mean, maybe maybe a twenty five basis point hike instead of a seventy five basis. I don't point think it's going to be huge. Yeah, but he he said he wasn't going to raise him again, and I just don't see how he, he can't. So yeah, that's that's all I wanted to say is he shouldn't have said that. If you if you got something in the market keep an eye on it obviously long term but if you're i mean if you're pushing retirement age um maybe give your advisor a call see what they're talking about yeah and and kind of to finish on the inflation piece there's so many more opportunities even even outside of uh real estate investing there's high yield savings accounts that are making four plus percent there's isaac probably knows way more than i do on this side but there's just a lot of opportunities if money markets right now i bank at first national of nwa and it, if you any up to 20 grand is 5% money market account mm. and like people, people buy cap rates at 5%. So it's like, yeah. you mean I can risk free, get a 5%. That's pretty risk free quote unquote. Yeah. Yep. The bank fails. Technically it's not risk free, but, um, it's pretty sick. A savings account that gives 5% is wild. Nice. So there's, nice. there's opportunities out there. Right. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, all this to say, it, let's kind of segue into our next point, which is, as a listener, you need to have good advice. You need to have a good CPA. You need to have a good attorney. You need to have a good real estate professional to lead you in the right direction um, on, on all of this. You need to have a good banker and a lender. So all of these connections are going to be things that are going to help propel you into a uh, higher atmosphere, a higher level in your life of investing. I will we'll, we'll kind of talk on the subject of the right agent. All of us in here are agents, real estate agents and investors. And man, I there's a lot of stuff I see out there from some agents that it's almost laughable. I, I I'll say this like I've seen deals where they're posted and it's like gosh, like a million dollar duplex. They're like <laughs> great they say great investment opportunity. And I'm like, no, like this is a negative $2,000 a month opportunity, like negative cash on cash return. Like like a, like a $1.3 million fourplex. Yes. Yeah. Something, yeah. something like that. Like that. Something yeah. like that. But I, it's, I'd be comfortable if you said invet, investment opportunity exclamation mark, because it doesn't mean you didn't say great. It, yeah. it was a good one. <laughs> like it could be a bad investment opportunity, but just say real estate agents, if you're listening to this, and you haven't run numbers on an investment property you're about to list, probably shouldn't be listing that property. You should yep. probably pass it on to an agent that's going to be better suited to list that property and represent your client. Like you, it, or go educate yourself. Like yeah. there's a big difference between a normal realtor and then a realtor that understands how to advise a client when it comes to investing. Where yeah. it's it's a lot more than just signing contracts and opening doors like we got to run numbers for our clients we have to be able to properly advise them correctly uh isaac do you were you gonna say something no sorry i was fixing my hat oh uh, no. yeah, i wasn't <laughs> yeah. raising my hand no, no i mean it's great yeah yeah i was just gonna say look i need i gotta go off on that note with the million dollar duplex just just story time uh there was this there was this property that I, I really liked and um, in the Bentonville area, great location. Found the found the lady's number. She, it looked to be a single lady on the on the tax record, so I gave her a call and and uh, missed it. But she called me back and and was like, 
I, you know, I was like, Hey, uh, I drove by, I live pretty close to your property. Just wanted to give you a call and see if you might be interested in, in selling or whatever. And she's like, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, I just make me an offer. Like I'm, I'm trying to sell these properties so bad. Um, just, just make me an offer. Like I'm so tired of dealing with them and all this stuff. And, uh, and so anyway, she, she was like, actually, I have like eight to 10 properties that I'm looking to sell in the Bentonville area. Um, so here's all the addresses, go by and look at them and then, and then, uh, make me an offer or whatever. And so I drove by all of them, did, ran an analysis, made, made her offers on basically all of them. And it was like, she came back and, and it was like a million dollars for this duplex and 800,000 for this single family home. And like made absolutely no sense yeah. and she was and uh, at the time so what i came to find out is that she listed she had listed these properties six months prior withdrew them because obviously no action because it was just ridiculously priced and now i just saw the other day it's i think it's on the market right now all of her properties are on the market right now but they're they dropped them by maybe a hundred thousand or something like that and they're still on the market and yeah. in prime Bentonville locations yeah. like close to the new walmart campus or you know maybe on the other side of the of downtown Bentonville. but it just like who would this make sense for like no, no yeah. nobody would make sense for and and i almost i almost blame a little bit on the agent there too because yes. it, the agent is probably telling them you know i think you could you know get this much out of it and you know, I think, I think being able to be realistic with their client or realistic with any of our clients and just be like, Hey, this is, this is what I think you can get based on the location. Um, and, and this is like, this is the reality of if an investor came in and bought it, they, they wouldn't, they could expect this much cash flow or they could expect to lose this much. Um, so just, just to kind of temper their expectations and, and, um, and not have something that's sitting on the market forever. Yes. That's, at double the price of what it should be. Yeah, and that's the that's the r real part of multifamily really investing is there is no emotional value ever. Yeah. Like with single family, there's a lot of emotion in it, and it's like, oh well, I put ten grand into building this deck out back, and I did it with my bare hands. And <laughs> True. It's worth this, and and maybe some buyers willing to pay that because they're going to live there for twenty years and raise their kids. Like there's a lot of emotion there, but if you're trying to sell a multifamily with emotion, it doesn't it doesn't make sense because no one's going to raise their kids in your fourplex. Like it's, not, I mean, a renter may, but somebody like, is somebody yeah. is, but not the, not the person buying it. Right. So it's uh, it's just you got to be realistic. You got to have somebody that can run numbers. You got to have somebody. And it's going to be not a fun conversation to have um, and be like, hey, I know you want this for it, but it's just not going to happen. It's so. got to be you, if when you're when you're thinking about listing your property or you're you're an agent and you're you're thinking about listing someone else's property, you have to view it not just through how much can we get for this, but let's look at this analytically and run numbers on this, um, especially investment type properties and go what is a what's a buyer coming and looking at this like let's 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 be a let's be in the buyer's shoes and run numbers as if we're the buyer right now promise you like i'm gonna say i'm gonna go out here on a limb and say 100 of the multifamily on market right now if you ran numbers the lens of the buyers would be a terrible deal there anything so. on market right now on the, in the multifamily sphere is just trash, straight up trash. Like there's a duplex. I live in West Fayetteville, which is 
like if you know about the north of Arkansas market, East Fayetteville is where you want to be. Yeah. Um, and West Fayetteville is more like first time homeowner type area. And then they kind of migrate over to the east. And there's a duplex for $690,000. And rents are like, oh, and then they, they said on the listing, potential rents, $3,000 per side. Who? And I said, no. No, no it's not. You're not well, going to get that. Hey, they didn't lie. They said potential. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I mean, they, 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 there's no one in there Read right the fine now. Print, they yeah. put on there. They're like, yeah, they were, they're going to rent out for $3,000. Show me the comps. Yeah. Me if the you comps. get a renter in there for $3,000 per side and you get two of them, I'll buy it. I'll, yeah. say, I'll say this too. You're not living in a duplex. I'll yeah. say this too. A lot of the rental comps in this area are not super good. Every rental that I've helped a client put a renter in and every rental that I've done myself, I have been the highest comp by a, by a Y by a big margin in each area that I've gone to. Not everybody that puts their property up for rent. They take crappy photos. They don't market it. Well, they don't know how to blast their property. There's a bunch of different ways to get higher rents for, for, for places right now. We're getting 1900 a month for a three bed with an office, two and a half bath, modern homes out in Centerton that have our 1200 square feet. 1900 a month. I mean, that's, I'm, I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting, this is my fourth one of these properties under contract because it's the only thing that makes sense. You have to be, be able to market your rent, your rental properties well and advise your clients how to market these rental properties well, because, you know, you can analyze the data and go, you know, this is, you know, this is, you can only get 1300 a month for, that this property in here and i look at the property and i go well i actually know the demographic of this area and the the people that live here and what they'd be willing to spend if you get right pictures when you market it correctly you can actually get 15 or 1600 and i know that's just going off an agent's word so you really got to make sure the agent knows what they're talking about like I'd be go, go on a limb and say like there's probably one or two percent of the agents Northwest Arkansas that know what they're talking about in this sphere. Um, and yep. honestly, a lot of them are commercial agents. Like the more and yep. more I talk to commercial agents, the more I like them. Yep. Like data driven yeah, numbers, guys. Data driven numbers. They're they're easy to talk to. Um, a lot of the normal residential people not all of them not all of them like i i have a lot of good relationships in the residential realm but a lot of it's like very emotional driven like you give a lowball offer and they're like i can't believe that you would even think about offering something like that i'm like i mean then write us a counter offer i mean they, they yeah. give us a form for a reason take Shoot. it up with google sheets golly yeah i think i think going back to that bit that Bittenville example with that lady, uh, I think a good agent too that you're going to find out there is going to potentially advise her, uh, you know, to, you know, what what it would look like to, you know, 1031 exchange. And obviously, this goes alongside like having a good CPA as well. Yeah. But, but you know, being able to show her if you if we brought it within a price that made sense and we we could 1031 exchange it and get more on your money. You say you want to get out of this property and you don't want to be a landlord anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's what we could do to to do that. Or even if if she's not going to come off that number for this a million dollar duplex, then hey, maybe if you're, you know, if you own it outright, maybe you're if you're interested in seller financing to somebody for 30 years on and no balloon payment for Two percent interest, yeah. then uh, then they'll pay you a million dollars, and and so um, just thinking of uh, different ways to advise your clients, I think is is what a good agent is going to do, and what you're going to find. Um, 
you have to find you have to find an agent with your best interests in mind and somebody that does not need the deal yeah so something that all of us can do in this room is we can advise somebody and go we can tell them to say no, to say no to a deal. Yeah. And that's something you need in an agent is be able to advise you and go, I preface all my investor conversations with, hey, guys, I, I like I'm very relationship driven and I want to base this relate this conversation off a relationship. So I'm going to advise you in a way that I would advise my friends. And so if I see something that doesn't make sense, I'm going to tell you no, because if, if I tell you yes and you buy it and it's a no in my head, you're going to find out that it's a no. Like after you buy it, you're going to get in there and the rents are going to be trash and you're going to be like, I'm never doing a zero sack again. He's got us <laughs> upside down on this. Why would I advise somebody to do something that wouldn't potentially net them for the better? So you, you have to. And that's something I know all of us here would do. So get the right advice. Get with all of us can point you in the direction of a great CPA, a great attorney, great lenders. So a great subcontractor to help fix up places like you have to get with somebody that's that's really well connected in, in this area. And, and there are agents. I mean, you're listening to this. So use one of us. Like if you're listening to this, yeah. use one yeah. of us to help you out. Like we're, we're here. Uh, we, we got time. I mean, barely, but <laughs> <laughs> we got some time uh, to help you out. Let's jump on a phone call. If you're listening to this, there's no reason for you to not be getting advice from from one of us on helping you progress your investing future because we we do this for a living this is literally our job mm-hmm. um and i'm having five or six conversations with investors every week on how to progress their portfolio so yeah i think uh you know as we uh, also too as we think about people out there looking to invest in real estate um i mean going along with everything we've been saying you, i think you want to find somebody that is actually an investor themselves as an agent mm-hmm. or uh you know currently invest in properties right. you know if if you're if you want to be good at golf let's just say we're we all love golf now and we're, yeah, we're addicted the, the uh, you're not going to go hire a, a golf coach that is a professional soccer player and yeah. has never played golf in their life. Right. Not mm-hmm. to, I mean, I know we got Mario on the, on the line next yeah. week, but, <laughs> but, uh, just like, like, you know, I think, I think there's an important piece to that. Like if you want to invest in, in real estate, if you want to do something, you find somebody that has done it before, um, that can, that can advise you through that process, help you through the numbers, um, the pros and cons. And, and, uh, it's like know. in high school, you know, in high school when you had the weight coach that was like 350 pounds, yeah. always never listened to like, <laughs> I, like I, maybe they, maybe they were fit at one point, but like in my head, there was always a, a, a doubt in my mind. They were like telling me like, I'm over here, like six two two twenty straight muscle. And they're like, no, that's terrible form. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you do it. Shouldn't you do it. Like, <laughs> like, you do it. Um, it's, it's the same thing. Like you raise an eyebrow. If this person giving you advice does not have investment properties or knows what they're talking about. Like if they're, if they're rent, I gosh, I, I hate to, to bash on anyone's situation. If you're renting, there's probably a reason for it. But like if they've rented for years and years and years and they're advising you on how to buy a portfolio, like it should probably raise your eyebrow. Like that's just kind of common sense. Like um, that, that that's a great point, Brandon, and something that I think all of our listeners should take into account. Uh, Yeah, I think uh, I think there's a lot of good advice there. Feel free to reach out to us. Any of us. I'm. 
just look on Google Zach Stanley Realtor. You'll find me. Isaac, where yep. can people find you? Yeah, I'm uh it's I'm Isaac Johnson everywhere. I'm IsaacJohnson.com or at I'm Isaac Johnson. Be still. Brandon's still selling was still on Instagram. So real selling estate page. Still. Give me a holla. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to episode 16. 16 of Northwest Arkansas Investing Podcast. We will see you here on episode 17. Love you guys. Love, Love you guys. guys. <laughs>